0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Body and the Beast Podcast. Coming straight into your ears for the next few hours are your awesome hosts, Dan Meredith and Jamie Alderton. <laughs> <laughs> We should probably explain why we're laughing to start off with, because somebody, and it's not me, because I'm not the tech genius here, found something new today, didn't they, Jamie?
1: I I did. Um, So basically, where we edit this podcast, you can have the sounds. I was like, it would be amazing, because if I put the intro music in, I don't need to edit it. And then I get to the intro music, and I totally forget what I'm going to say, so I'm going to have to do it anyway. But howdy, folks, Jamie here. Welcome to another episode of The Body and the Beast. I am your body, Jamie Ullerton.
0: And I am your beast, Dan Meredith. Now, um, today's subject is a bit of a different one. And please forgive me if you think what I segue into is a smidge unsensitive, because obviously we've gone from giggles straight into this. Um, but we're going to be talking about loss and losing today which is a part of life Um, reason being is you know when me and Jay plan our our podcast episodes and I I will be hold my hands up here and say I hadn't realized this until today because it's it's good in a way that it kind of didn't impact me the way it is but today is the is the third anniversary of my of my dad who I nicknamed the goat uh, him passing away so my dad um, got uh, cancer in well. Through 2020. He he told me he had it. He had it a couple of years before. Cheeky little sausage, didn't tell me. And um, unfortunately got that. It came back again um, at the start of 2020. And yeah, you know, he he hung on for dear life. I've got to so say, I was really proud of his fight. Um, his goal was to get my mum and sister and dad moved in with me, and his goal was to get them back to the hometown where we come from. And I think he we, we moved, well, moved mum, dad, and anna back in to my little sister, um, in. And then my dad literally collapsed the next day and then was in hospital. And then that was his last few weeks. So he kind of, he did his goal, but I just thought talking about loss and losing because it is a part of life and things are going to happen. And we all deal with things in different ways. There's some things I've done that have really helped me And equally, you know, again, hands up once more, some things I've done, I'm not so proud of in my past when, you know, I've had losses and things not go my way. And um, yeah, we just thought it'd be an interesting topic today because we all experience loss and losing at different times. And that's what we're going to talk about.
1: I think with loss, there's, there's obviously different extremes to it. You know, you've got mm. your level of loss there and, you know, you've kind of got the lower level of, you know, losing your wallet and keys. Um, mm. and I think it's so important to understand the kind of loss that we're talking about where, um, you know, losing a loved one, very, very difficult, losing at something that you're, you know, that you've worked so hard into can be very debilitating too. And Mm. whenever I think of loss and it's not an easy thing to do, I mean, first and foremost, it's allow yourself to have uh, to grieve essentially. And that's not just grieve with a loss of a loved one. It's also like a little bit of grievance, should we say, Mm. for not winning. Um, I like, and and I know you like too, Dan, uh, mini pity parties yes 24-hour
0: pity
1: party 24-hour pity party and what it just allows you to do is go whoa it's me poor me you know for me it's a little bit of Duran Duran bottle of wine and just feeling sorry for myself and then the next day you know shake it off and and, and back in but Mm. with any kind of loss there's always lessons now you're not going to be thinking about those lessons straight away of course but eventually There is going to be massive takeaways from any kind of loss that you experience in your life. If you allow yourself to to learn them, to learn those lessons and to take them on board. And then most importantly, take action on those things. Because where I've, you know, I've got where I am today, not from the success that I've had, but from the failures, from the fuck ups, from Mm -hmm. the losses that I've had. If I, if I track back to, you know, something less extreme, losing at bodybuilding shows, enabled me to become a a better bodybuilder. Losing at business allowed me to have a better balance of my life. And, you know, I haven't lost many uh, loved ones, touch wood as of yet, other than, you know, my nan and my granddad who were kind mm-hmm. of 84, 85 at the time, but that's inevitably going to be coming yeah. for every single person who has people close to them. You are going to experience that multiple times in your life. Some of us early on and some of us yep. later on too.
0: And the thing is with losses is also, as you kind of touched on those different types, I mean, you've got, you know, like, like with dad, um, that's a permanent loss. There's nothing that can be done. Um, and, uh, you know, I was, I think obviously having the build-up and obviously getting to spend more time with him, I kind of came to terms with that a little bit easier, but some losses you experience in life. And it's funny because I've wrote a post about this and it's actually was my dad's, it was kind of the phrase he used in his last sort of like last six months. He just kept saying, it, it is what it is because obviously he fought and fought and fought, but then there was a point where, it just, there was there was nothing else could be taken out of him. You know, it, it, that was it. That was, you know, it was a case of, right, well, let's enjoy what we have now. And I, and I actually wrote this on a post the other day. So some losses, it is what it is. That's just a fact. You kind of have to, you have to grieve and you have to give yourself time to, you know, be angry, be sad, be frustrated, be pissed off, whatever it is you need to feel. And I'll especially say this to those of you who are maybe the ones that are the strong one or the sort of person that doesn't ask for help, or maybe you're quite successful or quite good at what you do, you're still a fucking human being. Okay, you unless you are a, you know, a sociopath, or you have some sort of different neural pathways, nothing wrong with those, by the way. But if you know, give or take, we're all feel think want the same sort of things, grief and loss is going to hit you in a different way. And you do have to give it time to heal and it does take time and the fact is like today and I and I was almost kind of felt a bit embarrassed that I didn't realize it was you know I obviously celebrate his birthday and stuff still but it, I I was kind of a bit embarrassed I was like shit it's that day again and it was just a normal working day you know I had my you know a session with Jamie a couple of client calls some coaching calls some content you know usual normal day for Dan. Um, which is good in a way because it shows that that sort of healing process is kind of quite a little farther along, but you know, his favorite phrase and it's actually hanging in my hallway. It's a smiley face that says it is what it is. And it's just kind of quite touching. But um, and I actually talk about this in my new book and I've got a, an addition to that, which I'm probably gonna turn into my own sort of, little bit around. It is what it is until it isn't. So what sometimes when you experience a loss, um, It can be embarrassing, especially if it's public. It can be a kick to your ego. It can make you think all manner of fucking horrific things in your own head. You know, we often say some pretty mean things to ourselves that we'd never fucking say to anyone else. But unless it is permanent, like that. Um, Sometimes these losses, yes, we're going to talk about the the learning side of them as well. But you've also got to understand that these losses are often springboards to new things and you can learn from things. And also the fact you can motivate, you can persuade, you can influence, you can suggest, you can ask for help. You can learn your lessons and try again. You can pick yourself up and give it another go. You can throw it in the bucket bucket and do something totally different. Losses aren't necessarily bad. And unless they're permanent, can often be changed into something, again, at the time when you're, feeling it, guarantee you're not going to be thinking about any of the positive stuff like Jay said just there. But losses and setbacks and things not going your way can actually be quite powerful and really useful for your future, you, which doesn't exist yet.
1: And you know, this is going to segue into a quote from myself.
0: Always, know? Jay. It's, you know, we're, we're only eight minutes in, mate. So that's actually pretty good for you, mate.
1: <laughs> so the, the quote that came to my head for this is, the strongest trees live in the strongest breeze. Oh.
0: <laughs> That's beautiful. I said, do you know what, Jay? I do love a Jay quote. I'm not gonna lie, but I like that one. And I'm just gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm just gonna steal that, post that today. Just, I'm taking that one. Go it's for going it. On the internet. Thanks, Still, there's an.
1: There is an entire. There's an po-
0: infinite amount of Jamie quotes.
1: Yeah, no, but there's an entire poem about that. So if you go oh, the strong. Okay you type in the strongest breeze poem it's it's beautiful mm-hmm. in fact as we're on the podcast now i think it would be great too he's doing
0: it live but whilst jay's uh, looking for that and he's also searching that one but you know you are you are right there it's like you know these things that happen to us these things that challenge us the losses we face you know the things that fuck up the things that don't go our way you know they they can make or break you And I'm a a big believer in often these things when they happen to us at the time, maybe might seem like world ending or the worst thing that could ever happen. But, you know, even just using I mean, obviously, I'd give anything like quite frankly now, Jake, if someone said, right, you can have your dad back, but you're going to give up everything. All your money or your ass, not everything. All gone. Not even. a, It's not even a question. It's like, yep, cool. Have it. Of course I would. I'd give anything to have him back. But it also, you know, obviously his passing made me really, really fucking grateful for actually having had a dad for 40 years, and a great dad as well, he was a good dad, taught me the value of, you know, hard work, of resilience, of showing up. Uh, he's also a charming bugger as well. So he kind of, you know, taught me a lot of his sales stuff as well over the years. And, you know, there are people who, who don't have a relationship with the father who don't have, you know, dads that they can talk to or have or have terrible ones. So again, that reframing happened over time. And it also made me really, get clear on what I wanted. And, you know, I've, I've said this on the podcast before, you know, I'm 43 now, obviously have don't have any any little ones as of yet, but it kind of actually, I wasn't too sure. You know, I was kind of sort of, sort of wasn't sure if I wanted to explore that part of my life and yeah, I'm a, a little older and obviously it's a little bit easier being a chap as well. But obviously having been there for my dad and obviously the relationship we had, I'm like, yeah, that's something, you know, I do want to explore. So it helped me actually get clear on what I wanted Plus, I, I had to step up. You know, we've got my, you know my little sister is quite heavily you know mentally disabled. Um, she's special needs. You know, mum's in her late sixties now. You know, I'm fit, healthy, obviously with a few more metal bits than I had a few years ago. But I am in a position where I can actually really help out, and it's actually forced me in a positive way to step up even more. So even though it was it was terrible, and I. I'd give anything to have him back. But it's also helped me as a a man, as a person, as a businessman as well, grow to a level that I I just had to grow up to. And so there were some some positives off what was, you know, a really bad loss.
1: Those lessons which you just shared there, you know, it's so incredible on reflection because, Mm. you know, you're not going to feel or, you know, you're not going to look at those in the, you know, probably the first three to five months plus yeah. But there will there will be a time where you just need to reflect and you need to go you know look at the lessons. It very much comes down to that negative visualization which the Stoics mm-hmm. talk about of you know um, listening to this and you know you might still have your your dad, you might still have your family members, but one day they will be gone. And visualizing the mm-hmm. fact that they are gone allows you to really appreciate that you've got them now. Yeah. Now I have found the poem then, and the reason I couldn't find it. Is that was a part of the poem, and the poem was actually called "Good Timber," and it's okay. a ph- it's a it's a phenomenal poem actually. So I remember reading it ages ago. So it's called it's called "Good Timber." Uh, the tree that never had to fight for sun and sky and air and light, but stood out in the open plain and always got its share of rain, never became a forest king, but lived and died a scrubby thing. The man who never had to toil to gain and farm his patch of soil who never had to win his share of sun and sky and light and air, never became a manly man, but lived and died as he began. Good timber does not grow with ease. The stronger wind, the stronger trees. The further sky, the greater length. The more the storm, the more the strength. By sun and cold, by rain and snow, in trees and men, good timber grow. Where thickest lies the forest growth, we find the patriarchs of both. And they hold council with the stars whose broken branches show the scars of many winds and much of strife. This is the common law of life.
0: That was beautiful, mate. Fucking uh, (laughs) That's really, really nice. What was it again? just for anyone who wanted to read Uh, that back? Because that was really nice.
1: uh, The poem is called Good Timber. Good Good Timber. Timber. Awesome. Yeah.
0: Thanks, Jase. And Uh, some great points in there, mate. I mean, you know we're all going to face setbacks and losses and and stress and you know we don't grow without stress we don't adapt without stress we don't achieve things without stress you know we have to be stressed you know whether it's you know your body obviously you have to stress the muscles um if it's your your business you're going to have to push to do things and achieve things that you've probably never done before and they're a bit scary and stuff and yeah sometimes things are going to go wrong but these challenges that life throws at you and these tests you have and these losses that you will face and obviously for everyone listening I wish the least amount of losses possible obviously of course I do but it's going to happen and you've also got to be mindful of what happens with a loss now I'll I'll be super open here um didn't used to. De- I didn't deal with this particularly well in the past. That's obviously when I, I bit of a problem with the with the alcohol. And for me, my if I would experienced a loss or, or a setback or a big bit of trauma, it was just to drink. Um, for those of you who've got a great relationship with drink, fantastic. You know, it's no problem. I know you're very good with that, Jay. But that was a, a negative one for me. And it's also good to just be mindful. Of how you react to losses and unless it is like a permanent thing and unless you've done something really really bad and undoable you're going to be okay you will be okay and it won't feel like it at the time but you just got to be mindful of your coping mechanisms when you do have those losses and i will just say because you know jay was there for you know a part of my life when i was having a a bit of a a dip at the moment we've talked about that in previous podcasts before but i will say if you've gone through a loss or some trauma, so things have gone wrong. First of all, you're a human being, okay? You're allowed to feel, okay? This is something that I struggled with. I hold I hold myself to high standards, and yeah, I've I've had a you know some things not go well, you know. So I haven't handled everything perfectly, and I used to fucking beat myself up about it, like absolutely. Fucking horrible self talk and really attack. You know, not just not physically, but like mentally. Just fucking hated myself for it. But I, I forget that I'm a human. You know, I'm allowed to, to think and feel these things. But you just got to be mindful of what you do and you when you do experiences. And I will say one of the the biggest bits of advice I can give right now before I sort of hand back to Jay is talk to someone, please. Okay, it could be on Messenger. Some people like to just chat on Messenger, could be a phone call, could be in person. Obviously, that's what I'd always advise is kind of spend time with people. But when these things happen, talk to people, because you'll find you're often not as alone as you think you are. There are others who have been through similar who can offer a shoulder or support depending on what it is you need. And sometimes these losses get magnified in your head. You know, you think it's terrible. It's a it's a life ender. It's a business ender. You know, you're going to be X or Y or whatever. Whereas actually sometimes talking out with someone, it's, yeah, it might not be great, but it's not that bad. And you'll just need to sometimes just literally get that off your chest and realize that, yeah, not right now. It's not, but you you will be okay.
1: I think this is super important with any kind, you know, we look at PTSD for an example. You know, I was in mm-hmm. the army for seven years spent the best part of 18 months in, um, you know, on operational tour in Baghdad. And you you see a lot of things, you know, you, you do. And all of a sudden within 24 hours, you're back home doing shopping in Tesco or Sainsbury's or another leading supermarket. Um, and then all of a sudden that is a massive shock to the system. And then when you are struggling, you you don't want to talk to anyone because you're like, you won't fucking understand. And just because it's a different experience doesn't mean that somebody doesn't understand and I think the worst thing for a lot of people with any kind of event that happens to you in your life is is understanding that you're not special either That this Mm. isn't you know I use the word snowflake in a very different term people use it as a kind of derogatory thing but I use it as a As actually what it is. You know, every single snowflake is different, okay? They're Mm -hmm. all unique. But the thing is, you're not a snowflake. You're not unique. The things that have happened to you has happened to many people over the centuries that people have been on in the world. Probably worse. You know, it's not a competition as as, as to who's had the worst. Who's who's Um, had the most trauma. Yeah. But it's just understanding there are people that you can talk to, people that you can relate to, and people that you, you can open up and feel slightly better you know slightly better about and what i mean by better is by realizing that hundreds if not thousands of people go through these traumas Mm -hmm. um and there are patterns that are involved and there are ways of being able to communicate and deal with it and once again a lot of people communicate very differently um i very much one of my um strengths and weaknesses is intellectualization And it's basically for me, it was, it was the time delay between thinking and feeling. So I can sometimes look a bit, and and this has changed quite a bit over the years, but back in kind of 2015, 2016, Mm -hmm. I could seem a little bit sociopathic in the way that people would come to me crying, uh, emotional with problems Mm -hmm. and it wouldn't affect me whatsoever Emotionally, because I had to think about what they were experiencing and come up with a, 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 you know, an intellectualization reason Oh, they're experiencing this and this and this. So I'm able to respond effectively to what mm-hmm. they're feeling, but I'm doing it from a thinking brain, not just sitting in the mud with them and experiencing this emotion, which is 90% of the time why people are going to you. They don't, you know, we we talk about, um, you know, hurt, hugged, helped. I think we've spoken about that before, where I just thought that everybody just need needed help. So they wouldn't get the emotion from me. It's just like, cool, you're struggling with this problem. I'll try and solve it for you. Um, not thinking that the other two are probably what 95% of people need. They just need to be heard mm-hmm. and they just need a hug. So stop trying to solve the problems, sit in the mud with them, give them a hug and just show that you are emotionally there Uh, with with people and that's 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 what a lot of people are are crying out for they don't want their problem solved they just want to be around people who get it who you know they get that life is full of ups and downs get that we're we we are not um logical creatures we're emotional creatures and we find ways of backing it up with logic and a lot of the things a lot of the patterns that we do aren't special everybody deals with things in their own different ways so understanding the ways that you deal with it but the fundamentals are going to be the same you need that yeah. kind of that that sitting in the mudgy to find those people that you can just get shit off your chest without judgment and i think yeah. that's that's a real friend is that what you say and 100%. what you mean are, uh, are two different things you know you could have a shit day you know um get a phone call from them nothing makes sense they're just talking mm-hmm. shit and you're not judging it whatsoever. You're just sitting in the mud and going, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah. yep. That's all that person needed. Yeah. And I just. to vent to. It took me years to understand that. Because I used to get frustrated because I'd give someone advice and they wouldn't take it. You want to solve
0: it. the problem. You just want yeah. to solve the problem. That's your way of helping. You want to solve, and that's that's quite a guy thing as well. We we, because someone comes to us, and it's like yeah, we'll solve it for you. When whereas actually sometimes you just need, as you said, someone to listen and to understand. And you know when these losses happen in your life, and it could be you know a business loss, it could be you know something that completely tanks on a launch, it could be a relationship ending, it could be fucking up and doing something silly on social media like there's got an infinite amount of losses and things that can impact you but as jay said there you know you know obviously social media it's a little bit newer but most of these things have happened before you know i had a, a personal situation that listen I, I wasn't bad but i wasn't proud of how i reacted i was i was hurt and i was sad and honestly i was a bit scared um because you know i didn't want this this thing to cease working and yeah it, it really got to me but you know, I'm also have to understand I'm a, I'm a human being. It was a bit of a, a bit of a blind side. And yeah, you know, I was able to reach out to some people and, and, and share, you know, my experience. I was very sort of honest with, you know, what my input was and, and so on and so forth. And, you know, it was just good to talk. And if you are going through a loss as well, um, and again, as Jay said, it's, we don't mean this meanly, you're not special, okay? Realistically, what you're going through someone will have either gone through it or can at least fucking empathize with you and have a conversation with you and and not sort of sitting in, you know, you've got to sit in it and, and process it and deal with it in your own ways. But, you know, obviously trying to avoid those negative um, coping mechanisms and, and and turn it into a positive, you know, and I want to sort of pivot us now into the sort of the learning side of things. And obviously you know, when you're in it or when the loss is happening or if it's just happened, there's all manner of emotions you're going to feel and as we touched on earlier. But when you, you know, are past that and the, the chemicals in your brain have settled down to normal and, you know, reality kind of kicks in the ball, you can learn a lot from it. And, you know, you're not perfect. somebody you got to say you're not perfect. You know, I hold myself to a high standard and I get really pissed off at myself if I, if I feel I've let myself down. That's one of my, my things. It can be, you know, quite debilitating sometimes because I really do push myself and I get really fucked off with myself. I don't act or behave in the way that I feel I should do. Um, But I also use the times where I have fucked up, losses have happened, things have gone wrong to think, right, why did that happen? And again, outside of the permanent losses, what could I have done better? Could I have made better choices? Could I have picked a better person? Could I have picked a better product? Could I have picked a better route to market? Could I have done this differently? Could I have done more of that? Could I have done less of that? And again, it is you can't do this when you're all triggered and emotional and beating yourself up or whatever it is. But when when you're through that, however long that takes you, you can get some great lesson and simply write these things down. Don't keep them in your head. Obviously conversation great. But write them down and think to yourself cool. This and we've said this before. this is just now data. This is what's happened. This is that this is where we are. Okay, what got me to that point? And then again, breaking it down and figuring out what you've actually done or not done. It can be both, you know, and then thinking, right, well, do I want this to happen again? Probably not. So what actions or inactions, so what do I have to do or not do to shift the probability of that not happening again in my favor? And that is just a really simple strategy for for anything in life. It's just kind of thinking, you know, you can't guarantee what is going to work, okay, but if you can shift the probability of success, in this case, not losing, not failing, things not going wrong, and live by those actions as best you can, again, you're not perfect, you're a fucking human being, okay, something that I forget to remind, I have to remind myself of as well, Um, but again, if you can be, you know, kind of operate to those strategies, to those principles, you'll find that the losses either are lesser, or don't happen again,
1: Scabs and scars, Mr. Meredith. Um, You go on. Well, I love this because, you know, when you have a scab, it's very, very painful, Mm -hmm. maybe bleeding a little bit. And it's not the best time to learn the lesson when it's fresh and painful. But scars are, um, you know, you're ready to talk about it when it's a scar. Mm -hmm. Because people go, you know, people go to, oh, how'd you do that? And if it's a scab, it's like, it's kind of emotional because it's probably very painful. But if it's a scar, it's like, ah, oh, I've got a story about that. And you're able to tell it because it's healed over now. The wound's yeah. healed. You know, the pain is never gone with certain aspects of depending on the extremity of it. But you're able Thank to you, speak. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, but you're able to talk about it more, yeah. you know. Um, and this is an important thing to... You know, you're like, oh, you know, I don't want to learn the lessons. Yeah, you're in the scab phase at the moment. You're not in that scar phase. That scab phase can last, you know, can last months. For some people, it can last years. But it's getting to that scar phase where you're able to reflect Mm. on it, where you're able to learn the lessons. Uh, The next thing as well I want to talk about is frameworks. And a mentor of mine said there are three ways of success. There is uh, hard work, there's guesswork, and there's a framework. And what a framework enables you to do is to have a map or a plan to achieve something Mm -hmm. and so many people don't write these down now i'm a bit strange and i have these um, happiness frameworks and i've got in my notes uh, a massive list of notes and you know i think we spoke about it on an early earlier podcast about uh glimmers okay triggers Mm -hmm. and glimmers and a glimmer is that feeling where you know you just sat down and you know you are in an amazing restaurant, and the most amazing, amazing Argentinian snake is put in front of you. You take your first bite, and you just go, oh, "That's a glimmer." You know, mm-hmm. there is it's a small period of maybe five to ten seconds where you could happily, you know, you could happily die right now and be like, "Yeah, I am done." You know, this kind of mindset, and yeah. I get, I get, and no doubt you get these moments throughout the week, but you just mm-hmm. don't document them i do i document them and the reason i document them is when i'm feeling shit i need to go and find the where i got these glimmers from and it's normally nine times out of ten getting outside getting out of my environment Mm -hmm. and not doing the thing that i'm currently doing yeah mad mad that so mate
0: that's it's such a simple thing because that's something that i do in business and obviously i say to recommend you know i have it it's literally in the top corner of my you can't obviously see it because i'm pointing to nothing if you're listening to this in your ears but in the top corner it just says wins so if ever i have what i call a moment and you know little you know not very often but occasional self-doubt monster things don't go my way had some losses in there is literally screenshots of all my reviews all the DMs I've got, all the testimonials, all the impact that I've made, that, yeah, sometimes I do the wrong thing, I fuck up, I say the wrong thing, I act, you know, out of character. We're, again, human, okay? But again, when things don't go my way, like your glimmers there, it's a good reminder of actually the good things that have happened to you. And I also have something, which I don't know if you ever do this, Jay, but I've got, I find when I have had a loss or I'm in a funk or something goes not my way, it's quite hard to think. I call it the soup stage. My brain is just like soup. I just say, I am literally, if someone puts I'll just send them a bowl of soup picture back, which is just like, yeah. But in that instance, I've actually got a list of things that can turn me from a soup into a solid, as my friend said. And I've got literally a list on my phone of all the things that I can do to get me out of that funk. So they could be short little things. It could be, you know, things like, play on one of my favourite games. It could be called this, you know, this section of friends. It could be go for a walk, lift some weights. But my favourite one is literally, if it's the right time of day to go there, is put on reefs, put your hands on, on repeat, walk into town, get a bubble tea, and then go to WH Smith and buy a magazine. It's literally a 35-minute all-in experience, and I cannot not be happy at the end of it but as well as like the recording your glimmers actually having like a little SOP list like things you can do to get you out of that and get you back to being you again is really helpful because when you're in that meh phase you won't be thinking nice things about yourself then you can go to your list and go right I'm going to do that just a little tip
1: bubble tea and an FHM <laughs> oh mate yeah but
0: it's remember, it remember those happy. days
1: remember those I days do, eh? mate. Before I do. everyone got everyone got so offended
0: <laughs> Jeez, yes. We will address that maybe on another podcast one day.
1: <laughs> so, so loss, Miss Meredith, I think it's um, such a weird and wonderful thing. And mm. a lot of people wouldn't associate the word wonderful with it. But when you look at life as one beautiful fucking mess, <laughs> um, th- then you can learn to appreciate that there is no good and bad, there's just experiences, mm-hmm. and everyone experiences things different uh, i'll add a quote two men look through prison bars one saw mud the other saw stars because it's all based on how you look at your situation and i think it's so important you know complete counterintuitive to our little glimmers and mm. our ca- and our camera rolls of testimonials have you heard about david goggins mixtape
0: oh god what, what has he done now honestly
1: so- So this was in his book, his second book, his second book never finished. So he gets loads of hate online. He gets loads of horrible messages and he screenshots all of them and then gets, gets a microphone out and he talks them all in the mic and then he puts it on an MP3 and listens to it as a mixtape while he's going for his runs.
0: (laughs) Do you know what I'm going to say? That's very David Goggins. That's my polite response, and I will say that could work for you, dear listener. But maybe if you're in that reeling from a loss phase, maybe a mixtape of all the hatred and dis is probably you know I'd probably lean slightly away. From- I mean, I could see that working for you. Driven,
1: driven by you. and you, driven, driven by spite, spite. Yeah, yeah, I know it's a chapter it's, in my fucking book. It's your spite mixtape. It's the it's spiked the thing where people tape. don't you know. People don't think you can achieve something. And of course, this is very different to a a loss. This is using, you know, negative energy as positive Mm. energy. Because a lot of people, you know, they they allow negative energy to, you know, create negative energy instead of positive energy. You know, if you have a loss, if you have something go bad in your life, our normal coping mechanisms for them... Are things that are going to try and drown out the sorrows, be it alcohol, mm-hmm. be it drugs, be it anything to get out of our yep. current state of mind. But there are more positive things that you can do to improve that state of mind when you have so much mm. negative energy going on. They're just a lot more fucking difficult to do. It's so much yep. easier to, to grab, you know, grab a pizza and a bottle of vodka than it is to go out for a, Go out for a run, or go and see a friend, or go to go and hit the gym. But they both produce the same response. But the only difference is one is over time going to take you further and further away from where you want to be or feel, mm-hmm. and the other one is going to get you closer and closer to where it is that you want to be.
0: And I'll say I had a, you know, I had a I mentioned about my family earlier. I was away in um, center Park my mum and sister, and you know obviously my sister being the way she is, it was, it was a lovely week, obviously spend time with mum and Anna, but it was also challenging because obviously with her needs and stuff, and it was, you know, quite hard to see that, you know, almost 24 hours a day, I haven't sort of seen that. And it's, you know, my mum, she's like a fucking superhero. I don't know how she has the energy and the resilience and the resolve um, she does to kind of, you know, keep going with that. I'm, I'm beyond proud of that woman. But I went from That into a let's just say a challenging weekend. Didn't have you know the best end to my weekend. It was obviously some personal stuff. You know, just like life was coming at me. Yet the mad thing was business was fantastic. Literally had the best client calls. I had loads of new people sign up with me. I put a new coaching offer out, completely filled up. It was a it was a weird week. So on one side, it was fucking unbelievably good really positive. My posts were making an impact. I was getting loads of messages. The other side, I just felt like I was getting my dick repeatedly booted. But I remember it came to the Monday when I have a bit of structure to my week. So I did my team meeting and stuff like that. And I have a, a PT session there. My PT was off this week and I didn't want to go. Didn't want to go. And I literally remember having a, I remember putting my trainers on, I took them off, I put them on again, I took them off, I was like, shut the fuck up. And I started doing some stuff. And you know, when you just start something, as you said there, it's like, uh, and I was doing, I was doing, and because of my ankle and stuff, I'm not doing this fun, so I've got to do all this. Fucking mobility, wobbling, one leg, stretching, which I fucking hate, but I've got to do it anyway. So I'm moaning my way through that, going, doing this. And then I started doing some power cleans, and I thought, oh, is, these are actually feeling quite nice now. And by the time I got onto my bench presses, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm really glad I'm here now. And it kind of really dovetails into what you were just saying. And again, it is hard to start this stuff. But if you've had a loss or things have gone wrong, setback, whatever, have your pity party, take the time to heal, grieve, do what you need to do. Okay, but try and be mindful not to let that drag on. But as soon as you can, start taking action, start doing something. Because what will happen is as soon as you start doing things, you can start to trend things back up again. You can start to maybe do something differently, undo some of the fuckeries you've done, whatever it is you've done. But doing is your friend and it isn't going to be fun and it's not going to feel immediately great to start off with. But it is the way to kind of once you're, you're, you're past that loss is to start Oh, cool, that's happened. I can't think I can't change that. Now that is a thing. That's just, that's that. So what can I now do to improve my situation? Me and you are both obviously big into our training, obviously physical side of things as well. Obviously, it's quite a good thing for us. But for me it's to help someone else. So I thought when I was in my, you know, I was kind of like in my kicking, I was like, right, I want to make sure I'm on. So I thought, right, I'm going to write some of the best. But I literally wrote this week, made some of the best posts I've written in a while, Write good posts anyway, but I was really passionate. And I put a lot of energy into them really good advice. And they really hit home with a lot of people. So as well as helping yourself with by taking actions and doing things for you, put your effort into helping some other people as well. And it takes you out of your mind, which is where you don't want to stay, and start if you start helping others and start doing things, no matter how small they are, doesn't matter what you do, just start doing something, it can really shift your your thoughts and your feelings and you can take that loss and you know again if you've taken the time to process it figure out things and and actually begin to maybe maybe turn it into a positive
1: yeah as naval rather says people don't want peace of mind they want peace from mind and there are plenty you know there are plenty of things that get peace from mind you know for me it's jujitsu and um the reason being is it's probably you know with the gym i love the gym don't get me wrong but i've still got my phone with me I've still got mm-hmm. the stresses and problems and everything with that. Jiu-Jitsu, that's in the bag. It's You're on the mats, yep. nothing else but someone trying to break your arm and choke you. And you know, the only thing that you, you're you not thinking of life at all for that hour. You're just mm-hmm. trying to like – for me as a white belt, I'm just trying to survive. Yeah. <laughs> it's like me with get...
0: boxing. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just trying to literally just not get punched in the head.
1: Yeah, exactly. Or break yeah. your leg. <laughs> And it's not until you finish it that you realise how much you needed that piece from mind, mm-hmm. you know, to get out of your thoughts for, a, a, you know, a, a, a small period of time, be it five minutes or an hour. Uh, something yeah. that I actually found um, in 2020 during the the, the Panny D.
0: Penny D. Um,
1: was my one wheel. For those of you who don't know, I have a one wheeled electronic. Oh skateboard. yeah. And my first one I bought in 2020 because although we were going through lockdown and and you know here in the uk the the weather was incredible it was the 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 best summer ever it was so hot and um i I might or might not have got very drunk in my garden multiple times Mm. but i was very much working hard on my laptop working from home and getting very stressed and i bought this weird electronic skateboard and it just gave me an excuse to get out for an hour every single day and, and Mm-hmm. Being on, a, you know, an electric skateboard that does kind of, at the time, that one did 17 miles an hour. Um, you've got to pay attention or else you're going to fly off. You do. And, <laughs> and I did did fly off a couple of times, but it wasn't because I was on my phone. I've got an even more dangerous one now that does nearly like 28 miles an hour. Um, but you have to focus. You have to pay attention. You and you do have that peace kind of from mind. Because you are focused on it, and it really helped my mental health during that time as well, which is why I love it yeah. so much. It's a it's a very uh, expensive way of uh, <laughs> you know sorting out your mental Same health. Same
0: as rate. me and my motorbikes, mate. Same as me and yeah. my motorbikes. And I just yeah. sort of wanted to because I think this is actually really enjoyed this one today. It was a it was a if we're considering the day it is. Obviously, I hope I've you know expressed myself in a way that has obviously been respectful to my dad. Um, but obviously, just wanted to kind of you know again feeling a little bit lost so I give back that's always a good way of doing it but I sort of want to close out with this really just because you've experienced a loss or things have have gone wrong or you've things have failed it doesn't mean you're a loser it doesn't mean you're written off it doesn't mean you're done it doesn't mean that's the end you know as long as you're still breathing you can still do okay things can change Now like this little phrase that I sort of said um on the post the other day that I wrote, and it was a kind of case of, you know, the, the, your, if you think of your life as a book, this is just a, a a story in one of the chapters, okay, your book is not finished yet, you can still write your own story. Now, obviously, you're, you're the character in your own book, and your character has had a setback, they've had a loss, they've had some things go wrong, okay you can now decide what to do with that character. Do you want to keep them going down that path of loss or do you want to help that character learn their lesson and go on on the classic hero's journey to the next level? Because your book's not written yet. It's not over. You're still here. You're still alive. You can change things. You can move things. You can influence. You can persuade. You can motivate. All that kind of stuff I said earlier. You're not done yet. So if you've gone through a loss and if it was a permanent one like my one was, you have my deepest sympathies, okay? not going to feel it right now, but in time, you'll be okay. Okay. And if it's other things, other things have happened in your life, relationships, health, fitness, business, whatever, try not to worry. Okay. You can change things. Things can be improved. Your story is not yet over.
1: Love it, Dan. It's a perfect way to end uh, this week's episode of the podcast. Ladies and gents, really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please let us know on social media. Please share and give us a review. Your reviews mean everything and so does your shares because we do both have a nice smile on our faces when we do get the message um, that people have listened to it and loved it too. So thank you ever so much for listening. I have been your body, Jamie Elton.
0: And I've been your beast, Dan Meredith. Take care.